This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. All right, so let's get into the NBA slate and take a look at some of these games. First up, we've got the Hawks at Brooklyn, where the Nets are laying nine or seven and a half points, total 228 and a half. Now, the big uh, injury news for the Hawks is DeJounte Murray is going to be out for the next two weeks with a left ankle sprain, the team announced on Thursday. So how do you think this affects, uh, affects the Hawks in uh, the short term, or is there anything in this game that you kind of have your eye on? Nothing in this game. Uh, Brooklyn's been playing better basketball as of late. They've won four of their last five games. Their only loss has been to the Celtics, and everybody loses to the Celtics, it seems like, this season. Uh, Murray's a big loss, though. He's a big part of their offense. He he was really fitting in nicely. He developed his three-point shot much uh, much better than what we saw in San Antonio. Atlanta's a really good offensive team, and uh, I still think they will be without Murray. I just think they're going to have a tough time, especially in this game, stopping Brooklyn. Uh, seven and a half is, is a big number. The Hawks tend to play to the level of their competition. When they play the top teams in the East, they tend to play pretty well against them. So it's going to be a pass for me. I would lean Atlanta seven and a half, um, but I'm, I'm going to stay away from this game. Yeah, I don't think this is a Hawks team that I really want to trust because not only are they missing DeJounte Murray, they're also out John Collins and DeAndre Hunter for this in. And Murray was averaging 20 points a game. So that's a big loss to this offense, like you said. This is a Hawks team that's lost five of their last seven games and failing to cover in five of those seven games as well. I was taking a quick look at the under because immediately when you think that uh, a top point scorer is going to be out, wouldn't you think, oh, let's take the under, but PJ, this is deja vu for me because I had the exact same train of thought when it came to Anthony Davis and the Lakers, and I believe yep. the total was 228 and a half uh, in that, what was it, the Lakers, and uh, I forget who they were playing, but the Raptors, and I thought to myself, yeah. oh, the Raptors are a good defensive squad. That went way, way over the total, so maybe I'm wrong here, but on a total, it's 228 and a half. Is there a case for the under? here I, I think there could be I think there could be especially with no Murray the Nets have been a much better defensive team without Steve Nash as head coach so definitely could be an under type game I think the spread is what it is it's seven and a half because they think Brooklyn is going to win rather easily so maybe you get like a 114 101 type game or something like that I'm just staying away from the total and and the side in this game I really have no read on it but 
I agree that maybe this total definitely could get bet up, and then there could be some value on betting the under. Yeah, and the uh, under, I believe, is hit in five of the last six games for the Nets. Uh, let's go to the Lakers and the Sixers, where we have the Sixers home favorites here, laying three and a half, total 224 and a half. And we just talked about how uh, I lost a bet on the Lakers earlier this week, so I'm not like <laughs> running to the window to bet on this one. Uh, but the Lakers have been a bit up and down. They had a stretch where they were pretty good, and that ended uh, in Cleveland where they lost because they had won eight of the, their last ten games before losing two straight to the the Cavs and the Raptors. So this is a pretty short spread here, and I know the Sixers have been uh, dealing with some injuries. They don't have Tyrese Maxey for this one, but it seems like a low number for the Sixers to lay. It does seem like a low number. That's what that's where I was going. And you just talk about teams you can't trust and, and the Hawks, you have a tough time trusting them. Man, the Sixers and the Lakers are like at the top of my list of teams that I have a hard time trusting. Sixers have lost three straight games. They've all been on the road, so they come home. And then the Lakers have lost two straight games, like you said, to the Raptors and the Cavs. We talked about when the Lakers were on that nice little stretch where they won 8-10, they were beating like San Antonio, Detroit. I mean, now that they're playing some of the better teams in the Eastern Conference, you're starting to see the Lakers team that we saw for the early part of the season. But I'm with you. That spread is just, it seems so low. It seems like Philly is just easy and maybe it is that easy maybe philly's the right side the numbers scare me a little bit but if i had to make a play i think i would lay the three and a half with philly yeah i think so too even though you look at uh philadelphia's last few games it's been three straight losses for the sixers to the Cavs, to the grizzlies and to the rockets i had to double check that one uh so maybe that's why the number is so low here but i will still take the Sixers at home. Uh, at home this season, they're just 7-5, and five, which is not like a, a great statistic, but still better than their away record and against the spread. An 8-4 and four clip at home for the Sixers. So I'll go Philly here uh, in that one. Let's go to Sacramento and Cleveland. We've got the Cavs laying 5.5 against the Kings. Total 225.5. And, and immediately, I think of the Kings as uh, one of the better cover teams in the NBA this season, 15 and eight against the number, but not so fast, my friend. The Cavs have been pretty solid to bet on as well with a 14, nine and two against the spread record. So we're talking about a five and a half point spread here, which is uh, pretty big uh, in the NBA. It's not huge, but still it's a lot for a Kings team that's been pretty scrappy. So PJ, who do you like or what's the play? I like Cleveland Chelsea in this one. They have won seven straight home games by double digits, 10 or more points. Hmm. They've been unbelievable at home. Not only are they beating people, they're they're demolishing people. So I, I, I like Cleveland quite a bit. Sacramento's in the midst of this Eastern Conference road trip. They're kind of getting to the tail end where we like to fade teams who are just ready to get back home. At Cleveland, I think, is one of the better plays on the board. So I like that minus five and a half. Yeah, trend alert. Uh, Cleveland has hit the under in nine of their last 10 games and six straight matchups. But the Kings are not a team that I think of when I want to take unders. Do you think something's got to give here? Do you like the under? Or do you think uh, it's a Kings team that scores a ton of points and it may be a tough sell? I'm with you. Uh, you know, the trend, I mean, that's definitely jumps out. Nine to 10 is is nothing to to laugh at. But like you said, the Kings – 
when I hear the Kings, I, I don't like yeah. the Kings in the under in the same sentence. You know, that's that's one of the best offensive teams in the NBA. So I, I would be careful of going under in this game. Uh, and I, I think you just lay the five and a half with the Cavs at home. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, any game that involves Sacramento has a score of like somebody scoring 140. That's what I think of Sacramento. Uh, let's go to New Orleans and Phoenix. We have the Suns laying a point and a half on the road here. Total 227 and a half. PJ, I know you like this game, so tell us why. I do, Chelsea, I do. I like Phoenix minus 120 on the money line. Uh, I also like the under two. I think this is going to be a high-intensity game, uh, a physical game, but I like it for two reasons. One, we're getting the Suns off just a humiliating loss to Boston. They lost by 27. They were down 39 in the third quarter. It was a nationally televised game, so I like we're getting them off a bounce back. But also, the Pelicans just jumped them as the number one team in the West. So I think this is kind of like a statement game for the Suns to be like, we're still the team to beat in this conference. The West still goes through Phoenix. We're still the top team to beat in the regular season. So I like the Suns as short road favorites in this one. I think it's going to be a really good game. Again, I take the under as well. I think it's going to be high-intensity NBA regular season game. But the Suns are the play for me, minus 120 on the money line. Man, I can't find an edge here because looking at all these trends, none of them really stand out to you. Uh, looking at the Pelicans against the spread at home, they're just seven and six. And straight up, uh, I will say they are 10 and three. So maybe you factor that in. But looking at the Suns on the road, they've been pretty middling as well. Four and six straight up. And uh, two and two is a dog, which is not a huge sample size. Uh, but still, it's a Suns team that has dealt with some injuries. So, like, I don't have a great read on this one. So, maybe I will just tell you, PJ. And then finally, we have Milwaukee and Dallas. This should be a good one as the Bucks are favored. Uh, one and a half point favorites on the road in Dallas. Total 222 and a half. And immediately I think, huh, the Mavs getting points at home. I know it's the Bucks. But still, any team that has Luka Doncic on it, I feel like has a fighting chance if he is getting the foul calls. Am I wrong here? Is this a square thought? I, no, I don't think so. I think the Bucks are obviously one of the most beloved public teams in the NBA, right? I mean, the public loves betting Milwaukee because they might be the best team in the NBA. They have the best player in the sport in Giannis. So it's a great matchup, like you said. It's Luka and Giannis. It might be the two best players in the NBA. It's going to be awesome. I think the over might be the look here. This total is a little low to me. Dallas has scored 116 or more points in their last five games. We know they're one of the slowest paces in the NBA, but they've been very efficient as of late, scoring a ton of points. And Milwaukee, I mean, they score over 100 points every single game. So Dallas doesn't even need to score 116 in this game. If they just get us into the 110 range, I think Milwaukee's going to be right there with them. And I think we're going to go over this total of 222 and a half. So for me, I'm staying away from the side. It just feels like a game that's going to come right down to the wire. But I think the over is the look. When you have a game that pits two superstars against each other, do you ever consider taking the over on their player props? Sometimes I feel like these guys try to outdo each other. Yeah, that's a great point. I definitely would look that way, especially with Luka tonight. We know Giannis has help, right? I mean, he's got Middleton. He's got Drew Holiday. Dallas is really a one-man show. So I'd look at like a Luka triple-double tonight. I look at his points prop tonight. I think that's a great point you look up. Uh, we saw what he did against Curry the other night, TNT, nationally televised game. This is going to be an ESPN Friday night televised game. So 
I like Luca overs tonight. I think that's that's another good way of betting this game. Yeah, and Giannis has scored 30-plus in eight straight games. So it's been a, a big stretch for Giannis and the Bucks as well. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BeckQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.